0: Welcome to Stationary Adjacent, a podcast at the intersection of analog and digital productivity. I'm Justin Dwyff and joined as always by my friend and co-host, Stu Lennon. Hey, Stu. How are you this week? I'm very well. Thank you, Justin. Very well. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I did find something we missed last week. We talked about (gasps) gifts. And well, uh, this email came through this week and I just couldn't help but talking about it. The Monty Grapper gladiator Stu. i'm assuming you have bought yourself one of these for christmas
1: oh absolutely i've got a couple uh justin i i mean i'm not sure that one is really enough of the monte grappa gladiator is it well they kind of to fight each other i think you know you can
0: pose them like little action figures almost yeah
1: i mean they're they're you know they're very reasonably priced um let's just have a look i just uh checks notes uh MSRP of eighteen thousand seven hundred and ninety-five dollars. I'll take two. Hmm. Yes, uh, and there's, there's a gold version as well. Of course, there is. I was foolish of me. Sorry, I, I didn't scroll that far. I think I probably got a little bit turned off by the eighteen thousand seven hundred and ninety-five dollars for the standard version. Let's just have a look at the gold version. I'm oh oh. There's no price for the gold version. Probably a good thing.
0: So in case anybody wonders what the heck we're talking about, Monty Grapper released a pen that they're calling the Gladiator, which when, capped uh, together, looks like a little action figure. It's got legs. It's got abs. Um, I haven't seen abs like that since my twenties. Articulated arms, Justin. That's what it's got. Um, it's got a face. It's got an articulating mask, even, um, Yes, it's, it, it's like a little action figure. And then you take the torso off and you have this absolutely beast of, of, of a pen that you are left to write with. Um, you're holding the legs, basically. This thing is absolutely over the top to the point that it's actually crazy cool. You would never actually write with this thing. Uh, I think it's somebody, some rich person's going to put it on that desk and go, oh, look at this. Um, but wow. I mean, like, just wow. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, Stu. Any words that I can't think of to describe this thing?
1: Uh, none of which you you wouldn't need to bleep. <clears throat> okay. So I guess Stu's not a fan. All right. Uh, any any follow up for you? Oh, follow up for me. There's so much of it. Strap in. Uh, So we're recording on St. Andrew's Day. So hello, Scotland. How are you? Um, I played golf this morning uh, in my sports kilt, uh, which this was the debut for the sports kilt. It went down very, very well. Everybody loved it. It's minus two here. You ain't wearing a sports kilt out there, Stu. Oh, minus two is perfect for a kills actually but um no i mean it's still still quite clement here we're at about 16 degrees now so it probably got to i don't know 18 19 during the day it's lovely um there was there was golf played uh there was whiskey at the halfway hut um although it was quite early at the halfway hut i have to say Uh, A couple of beers afterwards. I mean, I'm feeling tickety-boo. Mrs. L, on the other hand, seems less impressed by the fact that I've played golf and had a couple of beers. But Mm. there you are. Um, She she was at work.
0: And now you're podcasting. What could possibly (laughs) go wrong?
1: Indeed. There there is uh, some very, very nice, very, very cool, refreshing water on the table. So um, I'm I'm being... sensible at last um what else at uh, charlie charlie is in good form he's off his meds he's eating good he's happy uh, all seems good i out shopping um after you know all these promises of being uh sensible i i ordered the quite a lot of ink from montblanc i think i've probably told you about that so i've got five bottles of ink and four boxes of cartridges all montblanc very nice. Oh, good choice.
0: Anything fancy or just a regular line?
1: Just the regular lines. Um, I've just now got some, you know, stock ink in colors that I like. So um, I don't know, just, just feels safe, feels steady. I know that whatever I ink up is going to work okay. Um, William Hanna, I'd ordered uh, some refills and everything for pickup uh, when I go back to the UK uh, over the holidays. Um then I got impatient. <laughs> so I ordered some for, for delivery here. Um and they came through. Um oh, customs was relatively quick. Uh so I am now in writing my William Hanna journals. I've even got a William Hanna planner on the go as well. But I'll say that three times, William Hanna Planner. <laughs> Indeed. Um, what else was happening? Oh. Yes, uh, my boiler, the central heating and water boiler, is is man down or woman down or boiler down? It's, oh. uh, it's, uh, I think it's the thermostat, um, and I'm having all sorts of negotiations with uh, with the professionals, going, oh yeah, I'm not sure we can fix that, and I'm going, mm, okay, you're a central heating engineer, this is a central heating thermostat, I'm pretty sure this is your core competence. We, we kind of need to get going on this. So uh, next Tuesday, hopefully, all will be well. Um, we do have a backup system, so uh, all is not lost. But the backup system only works for water, not heating. So
0: That is the one that's going to kill you, though. Um, telling Mrs. L she's got no hot water for a week.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure I'd be down for that. No, no. Um, it turns out, actually, that uh, the boiler has probably not been working properly for... Oh, I don't know, probably months actually, but we've uh, we've got an immersion heater that's built in to the um, to the tank, and that's been heating the water for us. All right, boy, you get you guys do things weird over there. Well, it's not us, mate. I mean, that's just <laughs> it's just the way it is, to be honest. Um, and it wasn't something that that I was aware was happening. <laughs> it was a sort of mystery switch, and I went hmm, that switch is on. I'm not sure that switch should be on. Maybe it should be off. Um, and yes, it turns out that was the immersion heater, which has been keeping keeping the water hot. I mean, solar power keeps the water hot predominantly, but anyway.
0: I'm just trying to figure out what a immersion heater actually is, because we don't use that term at all.
1: Uh, an immersion heater is, um, it's an electric-powered, um, sort of, you just put it on the tank Uh, it's a sort of instant heat system, uh, it's not terribly efficient, so you have to put quite a lot of electricity into the, into the water to make it work. Um, and yeah, as I say, it's supposed to sit there as a sort of backup for when things go wrong, but if somebody has inadvertently switched it on, uh, then it will just keep going. So I think we've probably had hot water 24 seven for who knows a few months
0: again this is a concept that in north america we all have hot water on demand or you know 24 7 we have a big tank in most homes and that tank is on all the time getting keeping everything warm
1: yeah they call that a combi boiler in the uk um but generally speaking you don't need that in cyprus because it's really really hot we have solar power that keeps the the water going for much of the year so water heating is only something that you use if your wife works in a school and gets up really really early before the sun's had a chance um or if um you know those few months of winter that we have interesting see the world is different I and it's
0: there weird things that you wouldn't even think about you know like heating water that's you know wow it's common anyway cool i've got links to all this stuff
1: in the show notes if you're interested (laughs) i was gonna say for both people interested in that their links are there
0: (laughs) you know there's gonna be some people uh, our listeners are of course our listeners are curious people they're going to wonder either what the hell i'm talking about or what the hell
1: you're talking about all right what is your tool of the week this week uh well i mean given the topic for this week my my tool of the week is my journal of course it is
0: All right. So I have to ask, because we were talking a little bit of how busy you were last week. Um, New journal. Mm. That sounds like a whole exercise in, uh, let's set this up properly and avoid
1: doing anything that I'm supposed to be (laughs) doing. Well, Justin, what can I say? We touched on a couple of these things uh, last week. So um there was i think i may have mentioned that i had a bit of a hankering to to move the office around uh, change the setup a bit um but i wasn't going to do that because that would be sort of procrastination uh yeah i've done that (laughs) we we maybe spoke a little bit about task managers and and how you know how to use them, and the fact that I probably wasn't using mine properly, but you know now wasn't the time to change it, yeah, yeah, I've done that. oh, are you on the world of army focus, or are you still with things? certainly not i with neither, but um that's that's oh, there's another topic coming up <laughs> there you go so somebody put that in the show notes um uh on the other hand, I have written oh, where am I now? I suppose I'm about in terms of um words written on probably about 10% in um i've structured the whole paper so uh, the paper's about 15,000 words which sounds a lot um although that's only 15 times a 1000 words and a thousand words i can write and if you break those thousand words down into sort of four or five parts then well, you know, that's that's two fifty two hundred words. So I can write those. So I'm, I've, I've got the structure there. I know the logic of my hypothesis. I know the pros and cons. I've done quite a lot of the reading and pulling together of sources and all that sort of stuff that you have to do for ac- academic writing. Um, so, yeah, it's beginning to take shape. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's still plenty of work to be done. But... Um, i'm feeling reasonably comfortable with it now i mean i was quite panicky when we when we last spoke but now i'm feeling you know it, it can all be done the the whole sort of journaling and planning discipline that you and i've spoken about many times I'm, I'm kind of in a place now that i i have to apply it there, there is no room for maneuver i have to be on point uh, and i am and, it, and it's working pretty well so far with the exception of today which was you know day off, um, golf, drinks and beers, have a good time. Scheduled though. Yeah, scheduled, planned, accounted for.
0: If you put it in and you're doing exactly what you want to be doing, you know, if you decide that I want to be watching television right now with my spouse and you are watching television, you are doing exactly what you should be. Absolutely. No, There should be no guilt with task managers. And I think that's one of the... Challenges that sometimes comes up with people, they get into this idea that they have to be productive 24-7 because they've got it in a task manager. Not the point at all, but uh, I think Stu has nailed it perfectly. Yeah. Have a day where you're
1: enjoying whiskey and beers mm-hmm. and whacking a little ball around some grass. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of it. That's that's the thing. I mean, I'm working uh, tomorrow, uh, which you know, as we record is Friday, and then Saturday, uh, Mrs. L has all sorts of appointments because it is the company function Saturday night, uh, to which I'm not invited. Lucky you. <laughs> yes, indeed. I am I am chauffeur for the evening, so I shall be dropping Mrs. L to it, uh, coming home, sitting with the dogs, getting warm and comfortable, and then being dragged from my sofa to go and pick her up.
0: Oh, and the worst part of that is you can't sit at home and have a nice uh, crafty drink or anything because you've got to drive. no.
1: Exactly. So I should be very well behaved um, and, you know, use the day as a work day. So that's all good. What about you, though? I mean, what's been your sort of tool of the week?
0: Well, mine is, it was actually Stu that made me think about this one. Uh, Stu has a saying, and I'm sure you've heard it here before, uh, priority. There is no priorities. There can only be one. Um, And I was reminded of that this week. Uh, Sickness hit the house. Uh, And I've been looking after quarantining sick ladies. Um, When the family is sick, they become the priority. So my house is set up in a very sort of unique way. There's spaces where people can uh, basically close the door and live quite comfortably. The only thing they're missing is, well, food. So I have become chef and Uh, Chief delivery person dropping things off behind a door and knocking on the door and uh, Not talking to anybody apart from that Um, it's It's become a full-time job and you know what the most important thing is Family when something comes up, you know if I got to drop something and and go make some food or a cup of tea or whatever it is, you know get some medicine for someone that becomes a priority Um, weirdly it's deja vu because two years ago when we moved up here and, uh, my wife was going through her cancer treatments, it was kind of the same thing. It's like that, except for the fact I've got a, well, sick child that's also quarantining this time. But, uh, yeah, priority when you really do have one, like Stu was talking about last week, you kind of neck, you, you muck down and you just do what you need to do. Mm. Um, so Yes. That's what I've been doing, and uh, it's amazingly—it's amazing how focused you can be and how much stuff you can get done.
1: For sure. And how are the ladies? How are they, uh, as we as we record, are they feeling a little better?
0: Uh, they are on the uptick. Uh, everybody's been down since last weekend, um, so five six days. The best part is so far, Touchwood. Um, I seem to have avoided this thing, uh, which is good because no matter what anybody says, uh, it's still not good to get. It's, it's crap. Um, People have been seriously sick and uh, yeah, uh, just, we still have to avoid this. It's, you know, it's not just a cold, it's, it's pretty brutal. So uh, Mm -hmm. thank God everybody's feeling uh, better. They're starting to be on the upturn, but uh, I wouldn't wish this on anybody. Uh, haven't been house out of the house in a long time either. Uh, just because sure. it's uh yeah. we're we we had uh groceries dropped on the front door yesterday because we were running out. Um which that now comes with a cost, and uh it was worth every penny stew.
1: Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, it's no, I mean it's it's a horrible thing to go through, but in many ways, as you say, it you know simplifies things and gets you focused on the important
0: yeah exactly it's a priority um just like you know figuring out last week that oh i've got to prioritize my writing to get this thing done sure you just kind of do that and i think that's the lesson out of it more than me whining about uh you know looking after sick uh sick ladies just when you really have a priority you know it and just focus on it it's okay that's what you need to do mm.
1: okay well i mean listen obviously uh um, I speak on behalf of the listenership. Um, best wishes to everybody up there in in BC. Um, uh, I hope uh, the ladies are feeling better soon and that you continue to dodge it all. Um, but yeah, I mean, well done you. Stepping into the breach. Carry on. Yeah. All right. So what have you been writing with, Stu? Uh, what have I been writing with? Well, lots. Um, So I've got the, uh, the Mont Blanc Rouge Noir Équitage is still going. Um, I think I may have refilled it, actually, while nobody was watching. So that's got the Pilot Um It's the Murasaki uh, Sibu. The purple. It's lovely. Very nice pen. Big fan. Um, I've inked up a, not a new pen, but a Twisby Mini Vac. So it's um, it's like the sort of standard Twisby Vac, but a small version. Funnily enough, that's why it's called the Mini. Uh, yeah. It's a steel nib. It's cheap and cheerful as, you know, as fountain pens go, Uh, but it's lovely. Uh, It's, I think it's a medium nib. I've got some diamine Chopin in it from the music collection. So that's a sort of uh, gray ink. Okay, Stu, I got to ask you, just filled this up. How many bottles of Mont Blanc did you just
0: get? And you (laughs) didn't fill a pen with Mont Blanc. You filled it
1: with diamine. Well, I, in fairness, I filled the pen before the Mont Blanc arrived. Okay. I'll let you off then. I've got a very nice gray in the Mont Blanc. But uh, no, I'm I'm sort of really enjoying the Mini Vax more than I thought it would. Be, uh, sorry, more than I thought I would, because it is a steel nib pen. It's quite sort of cheap and cheerful, probably overstating it. But it's a simple, straightforward pen. But it's lovely for, for journaling. Uh, that sort of nib and ink combo is working really well. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, and I've still got my little Pelican going, my medium one, the um, vibrant orange. Uh, 600, the 600. 605. The 600. 600. Um, uh, but I think I'm just going to pull it out now and see if I can. Yeah, I think there's probably a day or two in there. It's quite a big nib. Um, and then, oh, I don't know what I'm going to fill next. Exciting! I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying my pens. What about you? What are you uh, using this week? All right. Following up on my uh,
0: uh, championing Mont Blanc last week. Well, I filled up my other Mont Blanc or one of my other Mont Blancs. Uh, just a standard black uh, Mont Blanc 146 with a thick medium nib. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a writer for journaling. Sure. It's, it's a little too thick for daily jobby job stuff. You know, like if I print something out and I'm marking it up. Um, that big nib puts a lot of ink down there on, you know, crappy paper. Um, but, uh, I, I, I'm using it for journaling. I'm, I'm loving writing with it. It just flows Uh, Montblanc. They are expensive. They're a premium pen, Mm -hmm. but they write so well. They do. And of course, because it's Montblanc, I'm using a Montblanc ink. The one that Stu just got, but hasn't used, um, well, I'm actually using it. Um, and as Stu had previously said, Mont Blanc Inc. is just, it, it's amazing. It's a heck of a lot more expensive. I was looking at some on the weekend. It is a lot more expensive than it used to be. I used to be able to get Mont Blanc Inc. for about $22 Canadian. Uh, that was pre-pandemic. Mm. It is now gone up about 50%. Sure. But it still is good value for money. You get amazing packaging. You get beautiful ink bottles and just a a really good, consistent writing experience. Nothing too fancy. It doesn't sheen. It doesn't shimmer. It doesn't smell funny. It just works. And that's a good thing in a pen. Absolutely. All right, Stu. William Hanna, I am curious. We're going to talk about your new journaling. Because it's all there. Mm. Um, I'm looking through some of these links that you put in there and uh, Mm -hmm. just a a, a couple of wee comments there. Of course. So uh, do you want to walk us through what you're doing now and what your change? Maybe start with what you were doing before, what you're doing now, um, and go through this new process. Because I am really curious how you're
1: using this. Okay. uh, So what was I doing before? Well, most recently, not very much. And that was kind of the problem I was trying to address. Um, I'd fallen out of journaling. So uh, in the past, what have I done? All sorts of wonderful things. I've had diaries that I've used as journals, you know, sort of which almost dictate the amount you can write for a day. Uh, Then I moved very much to an open sort of free form system where I just used nice notebooks. And I wrote the date Um, wrote as much as I wanted to write and then stopped. Uh, So I might have two entries on a page. I might have one entry on three pages. I might have no entries at all. Um, You know, very sort of freeform. Um, And whilst I'm a big fan of that whole freeform concept, the reality is that I think for me that promotes uh, letting things slip. And so I just stopped journaling. Um, I've got all sorts of I don't really journal for posterity or for legacy. Uh, It's not something that particularly interests me. Um, I I journal for myself, just to look at exactly um, what I'm thinking or feeling, where I am uh, in myself. And one of the things that is very important to David, David Rand, the guy behind William Hanna, um, is hashtag writing helps. So he's very much into the mental health benefits of journaling. And I mean, his whole design concept came from the fact that um, he couldn't bear having a beautiful notebook and then and then making a mistake and crossing something out which is why he made removable pages. Um, Now I don't suffer from that affliction particularly, but um, like everyone, I think I do prefer using um, nice bits of stationery. I don't reach for a BIC uh, and a supermarket notebook. I tend to reach for a fountain pen and I tend to want paper that, um, that works with that. So I was just thinking that through when I sort of um, rediscovered William uh, William sorry, David's um, website, William Hanna. I just had a little look through what he was up to and what he's producing, uh, and I saw his uh, his intention pages. Um, or, uh, what I've got is a thing, a fifty day intention pack. So it's guided journaling. Nothing. Pet- particularly uh sort of rocket sciencey about that but um something that would make me sort of sit down and go okay i am going to do my journal um and so i i got some i got some delivered i already had the uh the covers uh because i bought
0: them which i may or may not have priced up uh and (laughs) closed that tab in a hurry well. Uh, it wasn't too bad apart from the fact it's in pounds <laughs> yes, and it uh, as, a, as a Canadian on the far side of Canada, one deals very much in US dollars and with um, Canadian dollars. And Once I converted mm. those mythical pound things into things that uh, I know, I went, oof, uh, not today, thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah absolutely i mean I, as i think we covered uh, last time I, it is an investment so um i bought a couple of books back in 20 i'm going to say 2016 probably um and uh one of them was very much in the nero's colors of the time so it's it's a beautiful sort of uh, dark brown leather with a bright purple felt lining um and then the other one is for lime So the felt lining is, wait for it, lime. And the leather cover is a sort of dark forest green. Um, I've got those in A5 and I thought, okay, I'm I'm going to use one of these. Um, Ordered some stuff, as I say, got some delivered here um, and just sort of inserted it into my my morning routine. So I try and have a morning routine, which I'm now going to bore you senseless with. Uh Uh-oh uh um so i i wake up in the morning uh usually usually about five o'clock um and i head into the kitchen i sit at the kitchen table no you don't you're an old man 50 something
0: <laughs> i know what you do the first thing in the morning when you get up
1: i i've already done that probably 12 times um in the in the process of the night but yes um so once i've uh <clears throat> visited the bathroom um i i sit down in the kitchen uh i get the coffee machine on i make myself an espresso and i have a couple of things i go through so i'm following um noom which is a um it's a web app uh, it's well it's an application as well for your phone it's it's about uh intentional eating trying to look after what you eat trying to lose weight essentially so i i, I do my Noom Reading, which is, I think, five, six minutes a day. Um, and then, uh, oh, Justin's doing a shout-out, which means I have to find a link. Um, then um, I use Readwise. and if people are aware of Readwise. It's a paid service, uh, another app. I'll get the link, Justin, don't worry. Um, where things that I have highlighted in my Kindle books or things that I have sent to Readwise uh get sort of resurfaced for me um so it's a way of repetitive learning i guess or um they call it intermittent no periodic uh, repetitive i I don't know what it is but they they bring up these quotes in front of you so i review i don't know five or six a day i think seven or eight a day i do um but it's got a streak measure so, you know, I don't like to miss my streaks. Oh,
0: it's all gamified
1: the life. Yes, it's made. gamified. But it, it does, you know. So I read um quite a lot of um business books, self-help books, um uh you know thought books, as well as fiction. And if something strikes me, I just highlight it. Um and this is a really good way of of sort of getting it into my head. Um then Readwise, the company, they also do a reader um um you know a read it later app so I increasingly I get um newsletters and things that I'm interested in sent to that rather than to my email. Um and that will then um bring up my sort of daily digest of things. So um I what have I got in there? I've got James Clear's stuff. Um I have Ryan Holiday's stuff I have um Parish, what's that, Farnham, all of that stuff. Um, just things that I think might be interesting. Uh, Tangle, if anybody's interested, a really interesting news source from North America um, called Tangle, which is uh, attempts at least to be even-handed left and right. Um, then I read The Daily Stoic, which is a holidays thing, um, just a sort of daily excerpt from the journals of Marcus Aurelius um, and an a, a kind of a translation if you like a sort of explanation of what it, what that might mean um and then i do my journal so i i will sit there i will fill in the um the form and well, it's not a form the the boxes so the first thing i do is i score my um my happiness level or my mood
0: is this before or after
1: coffee because that does change pretty drastically yeah, after coffee, so um, I, I use a scale of 1 to 10, uh, where 1 is why am I alive, why am I here? Uh, 10 is I'm king of the world. Um, and most of the time, I'm somewhere in between. Um, and then I sort of just go through, there are a, a series of boxes on uh, on page one, if you like. So the first one would be um, gratitude. Uh, so literally, there's a little box and it says, I am grateful for, and I write something in that. Uh, then a positive from yesterday, uh, yesterday I learned, uh, then a creative or positive idea, then a thought around my goals, then today's critical action. Uh, two further actions, uh, a stretch target for the day uh, and my intention for the day. So a sort of summary of of what I'm trying to achieve. And all of those things um, I think they're fairly transparent. Most people know this stuff these days. They're they're a way of getting yourself into the right sort of mindset for the day, um, and it is a little bit mechanical. I think mm-hmm. it's uh, it's kind of forcing myself to look at these things because uh, there's a part of me that knows that I should be very grateful for the fortune that I have, the privilege that I have, and and the life that that I live. Um, but I think it's worth taking a moment to actually verbalize that, or in my case, write it down. Uh, so writing a gratitude statement does make you feel good. And if you haven't done it, try it, (laughs) try it for a few weeks and you'll be surprised that it does make you feel good to, to write down uh, things for which you should be grateful. Um, Taking the positives out of out of the day before, I think that encourages a growth mindset. That encourages me to go, okay, so you know, A, B, or C maybe didn't go as I wanted to, but D, E, and F did, and that's uh, important. What can I take from that? Um, thinking positively and and thinking about my goals uh, means that I, I I think I focus on the right things. Or as um, was it Dale Carnegie, you know, make sure your ladder is up against the right wall. Um, and then as you touched on earlier actually <laughs> i pick one priority i pick the critical action for the day what must i do today to make today a success and just the act of choosing that and writing it down is a commitment uh then i add a couple more tasks because you know we live in the 21st century and you can't possibly have just one task that gives me a great target that gives me a great uh sort of threesome triumvirate to write on my analog card you know there are three things boom um a stretch target okay that's that's a fourth thing add that why not um and there's a momentum to this if you've got those uh things we say this is the one thing i must do these are two things i'd like to do and this is you know what would make the day an absolute screaming success as you as you do one uh, you feel momentum and encouraged to do two and then to do three. And then before you know it, you've done four. And heavens to Betsy, sometimes Justin, you can even end up doing five, six, seven, or eight. Ooh. Um, it's about momentum. It's just getting that thing going. Um then setting setting the intention, you know. So, you know, today I will um significantly move forward the MBA and get to a work of blah. Um that I think just primes me to say, all right, this is what I am choosing to do. This is my agenda. Um, I've not gone anywhere near email or messaging or anything like that. This is what I'm going to get done. Um, and so that, I think, sort of sets me up. Uh, then I do all the, the, the stuff that, you know, life demands. So I feed the dogs. Um, I make Mrs. L's breakfast, um, usually for takeaway. Um, and then when she goes, I take the dogs out for a walk. Um, I come back from the walk, meditate for 10 minutes, um, and then, uh, read. So, um, on the journal page, there are three boxes, one for meditation, one for exercise and one for read and learn, which just, are the three sort of ideal things that I want to try and build streaks in. Uh, and I try and get those done. In fact, I 99 times out of a hundred, I get those done before nine o'clock. So I will have walked for um, I don't know, 45 minutes, an hour. Um, I will have meditated for oh, the heady heights of 10 minutes, and I would have read, learned something for, I don't know, 15, 20, maybe half an hour. Tick, tick, tick. I've got my day set up, I know exactly what I'm gonna do, and it's not yet nine. It it really gets me heading the right way. And at that point, I go to my desk. So I will then sit down. I'll take my critical action and the other two actions, and I'll put them on my analog card, which you know I've discussed many times before. So it sort of sits under my monitor. There it is in front of me. Bang, those are the three things. I may or may not put the stretch on. Usually I don't, I have to say. Um, I open my task manager, um, <laughs> name to be reserved and have a look through and see, you know, what's on the calendar? Do I have meetings? Do I have calls that I have to do? Um, do I have a whole bunch of things that, you know, we've got deadlines? Because who knew task managers can do that? Really? Yeah, apparently so. And then I'll have a little look, look forward at the week, look at the month. Um, and if necessary, I'll add some things to the analog code. Um, And I then open my other William Hanna, which I've now put some planner pages in. Okay. Mm-hmm. Quick question though,
0: before we get onto that. Yes. How do you find this process of a prescriptive list? Is it calling to you? Uh, are these the things that you would have picked if you were designing it? Or does it feel, you mentioned the word mechanical, I think earlier. Um, is is there a level of that? I'm just trying to figure out, well, before I drop... Um, a ton of money in buying one of these myself. Um, How, how is it really resonating with you? Because I have a collection of uh, guided notebooks, um, Mm -hmm. the Cortex brand, mind journal, um, you know, a bunch Mm -hmm. of these things that I have tried over the the year. They kind of go into this um, pile of, Abandon things that just don't quite resonate after you try it for a couple of weeks?
1: Sure. I mean, okay. So I think, you know, having a tick box that says meditation is completely pointless unless you have a desire and a commitment to meditate. Um, There is loads of science, and you can read an enormous amount of books that will tell you about the benefits of meditation. Um, But that doesn't necessarily mean it's for everyone i do know that for me at times i struggle and i find it quite easy to drop off meditation but when i meditate i am more focused i feel better um and therefore it's a worthwhile thing to do and so if gamifying it a little helps then great i'm all for that um I bought a lifetime uh, membership of calm way back when. Uh, so, you know, it's there, it's sitting there for me. It's again, quite guided or less guided if I wanted to be. Um, calm, the lady with all the vocal fry. Yep. Yeah, that's her. Yes. Uh, my, my name's um, whatever her name is. Um, it's, it's useful for me. I, I find it useful. Um, Exercise is something that I know I have to do. Um, otherwise, I will end up the size of a small house. Um, and B, just makes me feel like a million dollars. And C, the dogs are huge fans of it too. So um, that's something that, again, is quite an easy win for me. And I think what I'm doing is I'm playing to the whole sort of positive reinforcement uh, side of things, where I'm going, okay, I've done that, I've done that. Well, I do those things anyway, actually. Certainly the exercise. Meditation, not so much. Um, and the reading and learning um, I'm very I have very much been a read at night sort of person Um, but I get up at five now because uh, Miss has to go to work Um, and then I do loads of things I do this that I do the next thing by the time I get to bed I'm sort of reading for about 30 seconds and, and I found I was missing it so I've decided to sort of put that um more forward in my life and make time to read even if it's only half an hour just try and read early um it makes me feel as though i'm learning it makes me feel as though i'm exploring things it makes me feel that i'm not sort of a slave to work so those are three things that i am interested in tracking that's for sure um gratitude uh you know i've read the science there's lots of it around um and i have experienced myself that if i do make the time Uh, to think about what I should be grateful for. That's important. Um, It's easy to get into writing, I'm grateful for my lovely wife uh, every day, which I am grateful for my lovely wife every day. But I think it's more important that I think a little bit and try and explore things that I should be grateful for. Because that's really about putting yourself in a positive mindset. That's quite a sort of stoic approach to things, which is something I'm a fan of. Um, and all the others that are there. Some resonate less than others, but mostly I see the benefit in addressing those thoughts. So to answer your question, I think it's, it's a mix. I think part of it is, okay, it's good for me to think about gratitude. Oh, look, there's a box that says, think about gratitude that's probably more mechanical than anything else but i do feel the benefit of doing it and there are other things where i think yeah that's definitely something i need to think about that's definitely something i need to do all right good to know
0: do these things fit into like a file of fax with those six things or does it have to be ring bound
1: uh would they fit into a file of fax i'd have to to grab my file of fax i think from memory the file of fax a5 there's a big sort of gap in the middle there's sort of three at the top and three at the bottom ring wise oh yes that's right there might be yes um so no i mean the um the journals as are i don't think you could stuff these with like 500 pages like you and i probably did with filofax's um i keep mine both quite slim um because that makes them easy to turn but you know managing pages inside this is not as easy as it is in a Filofax. All right. But, you know, by the same token, I think, you know, it. Uh, for me, at least it disappears. The, the whole sort of binding disappears because all I really want in either of them, um, either the journal or the planner, is a month. So, um, and then once the month is done, I suspect I'll keep them for a little while and then I'll probably just spin them. Um, these are things for for me for every day rather than for any sort of legacy or, or refer back. Legal the
0: joys of not working for the big company anymore for sure when it's your own company you don't have to keep the, keep
1: these notes absolutely yeah i mean my daytime is i kept those for years slavishly in big you know archive boxes and you know it became a little stationary obsession in itself to have the archive box year by year by year by year and as i got higher in the company i could go out and buy a funkier and funkier sort of um binders and stuff Mm.
0: all right so now you've also got this 100 day time slot tell us about that
1: yeah okay so that's um i i did try and put everything in one binder and then decided not to bother um so i have another binder now which is my 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 day planner if you like it's one page per day um i've got some undated ones and i've got some dated ones it's uh it's a pretty old-fashioned sort of system so down the left-hand side you have from oh six hundred through to 23, well, and through till midnight, actually. Uh little, uh, by half hours. So half an hour per line down the left-hand side. That's where you put appointments or time block or whatever it is you want to do. Your five, five o'clock, right o'clock rituals isn't on here, Stu. You can't be, it's too early. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, uh, you know, I by the time I get to my planner, five is long gone and my rituals are done. Um, but I use this for time blocking the day. So generally speaking... I will time block from uh, around about seven, which is dog walk time um, through till mm, depends when uh, Mrs. L's coming home. So um, might be three o'clock. Uh, it might be five o'clock, six o'clock. It's certainly never beyond that. Um, and it's really just me. Once I've got my tasks onto the analog, I look at the analog. I look at my t- uh, my planner and go, okay, well, what's here? Oh, I've got a zoom call. I've got, um, a meeting, um, I'm playing golf, whatever it might be. Uh, so these, there are the, the times I've got available sort of outside that where am I going to do my critical task? Where am I going to do the next bits? Um, and I just, you know, simply plot them in and then use the, the page as a kind of scratch pad. Um, it's, it's there open at my side. Uh, it's not in my, um, eyeline. But if I'm, you know, on a call, I suddenly have to write something down or, you know, just the way things come up, I just jot things there. It doesn't have a huge purpose. It's not a company record. But again, it's for me, it's all about intention. It's about saying, okay, from eight till 10 is my critical task, which might be 500 words of the dissertation. It might be uh, find 10 sources for the importance of banking in the United Kingdom in 2010, whatever it might be. those those things sit there and I, I've i actually set the intention. And whether I look at it or not doesn't matter. What matters, I think, is that my subconscious has gone, okay, so that's what I'm doing from then to then. Um, and that is enough for me to say, uh, well, I'll check my email afterwards and then not go near my email because I've set the intention. Mm, okay. What else do I do? Well, I think the real benefit I'm finding from this, probably um and i just touched upon it then it's not necessarily that this is some sort of guide um, although the guided journaling i think is important i think what i'm doing is i am i'm priming my subconscious i'm enabling myself to get very realistic expectations of of the day um and you know a million and one people have talked about this that there are, there are people out there who have to-do lists that say, I'm going to do 37 things today. Uh, and I think I've worked with some people who've done 35 of them, you know, who just, you know, plow through this to-do list and uh, without any real thought, rhyme or reason. But I think for most people, um, we have a tendency to, to build huge to-do lists uh, and then get very disappointed with ourselves when we don't achieve them because, well, they're not achievable. I'll check my email, that'll take 10 minutes. Well, no, it won't, it'll take two hours mm. because that's email, that's, that's the way it works. People don't email you uh, unless they expect you to do something, reply, look something, you know, whatever. So it always takes longer. Uh, things that I think, oh, I'll just find a couple of sources for that um, that idea that I'm presenting. And suddenly I'm down a rabbit hole. Uh, I found 15 sources and then eight of them are on uh, you know, sort of paywalls that I have to find ways to navigate around, either through sort of student logins or, um, you know, heaven for fend- spending money, um, you know, just buying something online, buying access to a to an academic journal online, um, because these systems are set up by people who kind of heard of computers in 1987 and haven't looked since, um, and you know. It's the most laborious, difficult system ever. Log in with this, log in with that, then go into Microsoft Authenticator, press that, um, spin around three times, uh, balance your phone on your nose, and with luck, we will allow you access to this journal. Oh, but not that actual volume of the journal. For that, you need to balance the phone on your ear. You know, it's just, that's how time gets spent. And that's why I'm a huge fan of saying, you know, what is the most important thing I have to do today? I'm going to do that. And once I've done that, I will consider whether I can do, you know, two, three and you know, extraneous extra sort of uh, tasks. Mm. And I, yeah, I think that's a great way to work.
0: Mm-hmm. So you have two William Hanna um, books that you're, you're holding, these ring bound deals yep. from the South. Yep. Uh, what sits on your desk all day?
1: Uh, the planner is on my desk uh, at my side, not necessarily in my eyeline. The journal is on uh, what I would call my my writing desk, which is behind me. So um, that sits there, kind of shelved, um, and I get it out for shutdown. That's that's when that comes out again.
0: Uh, remember those bags I was talking about last week, Stu? I think you need one for going up and downstairs. <laughs> uh, big one to put all of your junk in
1: yeah i have a very nice messenger uh it's it's, uh an stm which i think is an australian firm um it's a little messenger and in there goes my laptop my um, privilege again check your privilege at the door uh my laptop my ipad mini my kindle two william hannah's my mba notebook uh and i'm currently using i think a seed by a little company called knock who older listeners may have heard of Um, full of fountain pens. And also what goes in there is my wallet, my keys, my air pods. And that's my commute bag that goes upstairs. Um, And if Mrs. Ellis is insisting on watching something on TV that I don't like, I might pull out the computer and do a little bit of work. But um, that's really there because I find at 5am, I'm really pretty productive. I can get a lot of stuff done. then. Wow.
0: Very impressive. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking it takes longer for you to pack up your bag than it does to walk up and down the stairs. <laughs> just me. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know a whole lot of stuff, but just my, my way of looking at it.
1: Well, funnily enough, it's, you know, like everything else, uh, it all becomes quite automatic. And it, it's part of the whole shutdown thing, which is, I suppose, actually when you get down to it, perhaps the biggest sort of benefit or change um, I, I there's a scientific Lisa will know what I'm trying to say here. You know, you change twelve variables and you you give credit to six of them. Oh, whereas actually it's the other six that are making a difference. Perhaps the most important thing that I'm doing now that I didn't do before is I have a shutdown ritual routine, whatever you want to call it.
0: How do you deal with this on your paper system? Because I don't see shutdown as part of any of these templates. Um do you have like a checkbox or do you make something? Is there sort of a routine once you get done with it? I'm just curious because we are talking about your journaling side
1: yeah, so the um the journaling book, which I'm uh, there it is um the the page that I described or the the boxes that I described are all on if you like, the front of the page, and then you turn over to the second side of the page um and you will have um a very large box which just says thoughts for today, uh, which is your chance just to, you know, free Um, You have little tick boxes for critical action, key action one, key action two, stretch target. So those sort of four things that you identify in the morning. Uh, and then a small box for thoughts for tomorrow. So those are the journaling shutdown boxes. Uh, the free form one, I think, is is the most important for me just to sort of, you know, uh, let things go, you know, what's happened, what did I learn, what do I feel good about, what do I not feel good about, <laughs> random, anything. Uh, ticking off those action points, I've already ticked them off on the analog card, so ticking them off again, okay, whatever. Um, thoughts for tomorrow, again, I think that's a whole priming yourself, the subconscious. So, you know, you're thinking, okay, tomorrow I've got to get done X, which, you know, generally follows on from what you've done today. Or you know, lends credence to some sort of deadline that's looming in your head. Um, you write down there um, and it will, I think, naturally end up getting onto your your list for tomorrow. So the shutdown around the journal is, is pretty short. It's a few minutes. Um, I think probably most importantly for me is that I begin to have, you know, a checklist that I think we spoke about before. So um, I will decide, okay, I know uh, Mrs. L's coming home at at three. Um, What am I going to do when I shut down? No, because I know she's going out again afterwards. So I'll just go up for a coffee with her and then I'll come down. And my key task when I come down will be shut down. Um, Which again, I think is nice to have that little break, let the subconscious work. Um, So I'll go up and have a chat with her uh, at three o'clock. Well, I say I have a chat with her, I don't really, I just listen. um, She works in a school where the the major nationalities, um, bearing in mind we're in the Eastern Mediterranean, the major nationalities are Russian and Ukrainian, uh, Israeli and Arab, which, um, I mean, that would be stressful for anyone. Hostile workplace? (laughs) Well, you know, these are kids. Yeah, but kids have parents yeah i know and that's even worse necessarily it's not the kids i'm worried about it's (laughs) exactly so uh, you know helping these kids get through that stuff and you know helping them manage their their feelings towards each other um can be can be complicated and of course we expect you know the lowest paid (laughs) people in the workplace just to deal with it you know um nobody's sat down and, and given given my wife a talk through the sort of Israel-Arab issues or, or Ukraine-Russia. You know, she's, she's, I think, learning from Facebook and me. I mean, she's doomed, to be honest.
0: Oh, Facebook, what could go wrong?
1: <laughs> or me, even. But, um, yeah, so you know, once I've listened to her sort of let some, let some steam off, then I'll come back down, do some bits and pieces, and get sort of straight into the the shutdown. So the first thing I'll say is, all right, let's have a look at email. Let, let's see what's there. Um, and this time of year, that's generally speaking, that's unsubscribe. <laughs> do quite a lot of that um delete um archive you can do that i think to the vast majority uh then there are some that i add to my task manager I go oh okay that's something i need to do so i'll forward it onto the task manager and put a little note to it um and occasionally there's even emails i have to answer i mean not that much Oof. um but i will then do the other emails that we all have you know slack um whatsapp any of those sort of communication things, if there's anything there I need to deal with. Uh, I'll take the analog card and go, oh, look, I've done that. Tick, tick, tick. Oh, didn't do that. Um, make a decision about whether I need to move something, put it onto the next card, put it into the, the task manager, do, do something. Um, generally, it will already be in the task manager. Sort of. uh, then I'll go to the task manager um, and take things off there that I've dealt with. Um, then I will have a look at my my planner where I've been sort of jotting things. Is there anything I need to put into the task manager that I didn't immediately capture? Um, I'll complete the day's journal. Just the little sort of, you know, thoughts today. Uh, and then I'll pack the bag, um, pretty much. And, you know, that whole thing just gets quicker and quicker. And the... I, I, the benefit from it is 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 the ability to go, all right, okay, cool. You know, I've done my day. This is where I got, you know, I, I finished this. I finished that. I didn't finish this, but that's okay. I'm, okay. I'm cool with that. Closing up the bag, putting stuff in the bag, I suppose is a halfway house because I've got the bag and it's going upstairs with me. And so if push comes to shove, I can dive in. So, uh, for example, field notes will often, they'll let retailers know, um on a thursday or a friday evening my time that um there's going to be a new release on the following tuesday or wednesday and would i like to order them um but obviously I, I exist in the competitive marketplace and so i want to have those field notes in the uk as quickly as i can so I, I you know i want to order those so occasionally i will be there sitting there watching tv going okay right i've got to do a field notes order and and having the laptop there just makes that easier for me. Um, but mostly the stuff goes in the bag and sits uh, sits in the kitchen and stays there. You know, I, I don't I don't look at it, I don't deal with it. Um, and I, you know, the loop is closed. My day is done. I've I've done what what I what I did. Mostly, I'm quite happy with what I've done. Uh, and I've got a, certainly an outline idea of what I'm going to do the following day. Um, and my subconscious, I think, it start starts working on that immediately. <laughs> I think it's going okay, right? Well, while while Fat Boy sleeps, I'm going to have a think about, you know, how we're going to achieve aim A that I know he's going to put as the, as the big task. Um, and it's uh, it relieves a lot of stress. I think it just makes me. It gives me perhaps an illusion, but it gives me an illusion of control, where okay, I know what I'm doing. I know where I'm going, because I've been forced to work with intention on the things that I have deducted, I have established are important Um, and get those things done. And I know that if I get those things done and I hit the word counts that I'm aiming for, I will get my dissertation in and I will keep the other sort of uh, balls in the air as it were. Um, And actually, when it comes down to it, um, it's not quite as huge as I imagined it was.
0: Mm, Interesting you i got to say your system is very tempting i'm looking at them on this site now and kind of going hmm, hmm. Uh, do i need it i don't know yet
1: <laughs> i don't i don't think it's the hardware is the issue that's not the thing it's 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 the uh it's the ritual it's the routine um it's uh as you already do and we have spoken about it many times it's it's about planning it's about intention it's about reviewing um and how and where you do that doesn't matter you and i oh nice bit of stationery okay <laughs> that that ticks another box for us but you could do this on a piece of paper with a biro you know it's fine
0: yeah i i guess for me i've tried the gratitude journaling before and i find after sort of a couple of weeks of writing the same thing it just sure I, it doesn't really resonate too well with me uh-huh. um but i can i as you talk about these i can kind of see uh, maybe a path on this one, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know whether I want to invest uh, multiple hundreds of uh, Canadian dollars into a system. Well, or two, because you need two, one for your.
1: <laughs> well, the first thing that I did was I did it in a big, um, I've got um, some, some listeners will remember the Hippo, Hippo Note. It was a Kickstarter. Um, a few years back, uh, an enormous A5 journal. It's got about 17 million pages. I mean, that might be an exaggeration, but uh, it's Tomorrow River paper and a lot of it. So it's, it's like a Bible with a, with a purple cover. Um, and I just started doing, uh, sort of writing my own pages in there, following the, the William Hanna uh, layout, give or take, um, just to see if it was going to stick for me and it did and so then, then i thought yeah would be nice so i didn't have to write these um <laughs> these titles out every day um and i moved from there
0: writing titles is a barrier to entry for me sure i i know myself that would last um well a grand total of once until i got bored of that
1: nari <laughs> Well, did at that point you press the button on the uh, on the william man, or indeed as you say there there are lots of people out there that do i think some pretty good guided um guided journals
0: yeah i I have not hit one yet that's resonated, so uh, I'm going to put a pin in this, um, uh-huh. bookmark on this, I think is the correct word, uh, and see how you do, you know, in a month or so, and see if you have any changes on on how you're feeling about this. Sure. Uh, and, and, and I've got to consider this, does this replace or does this become an addition to... A my regular system that I'm doing mm-hmm. I mean you certainly you've got very good reasons for what you're doing, and I can see how it would help you mm-hmm. uh, which is fantastic,
1: yeah, I mean I think you know um always with these things, and this is especially true of me is 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 the reality isn't matter what system you've got if you don't follow it <laughs> and that's that's my problem, I mean you can have the best omnifocus setup in the world, but if you never look at it, it's really not going to make it blind with a difference to your working practice. So for me, it's about discipline. And I guess uh, I'm a simple child and, you know, I must open this book and fill in these boxes every morning is a great way of disciplining that I actually do some planning that I actually enter my day with some intention. Um, And I think that for me helps focus the mind. um, And You know, I've tried to look at it this way. If I do four focused hours a day, so I mean half of a working day actually focus and do stuff, that will give me 20 hours per week. And if that is on the right stuff, not all the nonsense that we fill our lives with, but the right stuff, the important things, then that's 20 hours per week of important things. And I know for a fact that 99% of the people who worked for me, who worked very often 10 hours a day, I was lucky if I got one hour a day of focused work out of them. So I think I was probably, if I get 20 hours per week, I think I will be four times more effective and efficient than most people out there in the workplace. Because I honestly think that sitting in an office, most people get one hour a day that they actually get important things done the rest of it they're pushing email about talking to colleagues and dealing with corporate nonsense I, you know i'm not blaming anybody i'm not criticizing anybody i just think that's the reality of the modern workplace
0: oh it's not uh, sitting with a dog on your lap and trying to <laughs> get her nose off your mouse pad so you can actually do some work if you're
1: reading the right stuff doesn't matter where the dog is Oh,
0: I do not know. I was actually laughing at your wake-up routine and your startup routine. Uh, mine is uh, 15 minutes of arguing with the dog to get out of bed uh, <laughs> because we're going inside and I need her to go pee. Uh-huh. Uh, yes, it's, it's one of those things that I have to deal with. Very cool though, Stu. Any
1: takeaways from this whole process for you? I, uh, look, for me, I think that the big win that I'm getting is just investing that time in identifying the right things to be spending my time on which I know is a little bit of a loop, but um, it's it's a truism. It applies to every productivity sort of system or approach there is, is, you know, just take a little bit of time to make sure you're doing the right thing. Cool.
0: I guess my takeaway from this is to really question myself perhaps over the next week. Do I need to change, modify, add prompts to my routines? Or is what I'm doing now
1: enough
0: hmm. sure. and how much money am i going to throw at it stew
1: <laughs> so if if there's a need if there's something you think hang on you know i'm not getting this quite right i think it's always worth examining these things but there's also a danger of just doing things for the sake of doing it
0: Yeah. Well, I do like the idea of the gratitude, the yesterday I learned the reflection side of this, Mm -hmm. which uh, mine is very task focused at the moment. um, And I'm just using a plain journal for my thoughts. Um, So it, it, it is a question of, is there a benefit maybe i do a stew and write this stuff down and and do a couple of weeks at it and see does it actually make a difference hmm. i don't know i'm gonna to have to think about this and see if it's something that i want to invest uh, time in is it more importantly is it meeting a real need or is it just the oh look new shiny um
1: sure you know performative
0: <laughs> exactly there's always that to me you know a, a new fancy leather cover of yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm all for that. But uh, we'll see. Uh, some some homework for me, I think, on this one. Oof. Uh, not like I've got any other priority in my life at the moment, Stu. Indeed. Uh, where can people find you on the internet this week?
1: Uh, we can find me at stuartlennon.com. That's where you find me musing about uh, all sorts of things and the way technology is is sent to try me. Uh, I'm on X um in a personal capacity i'm there as at four left one eight seven uh you can also find the companies there so you'll find lime consult or uh nero's notes uh my consultancy business limeconsulting.com I only go there if you're interested in anti-money laundering that's all i do uh and the stationery business is at nero'snotes.co.uk where you'll find some fantastic beautiful notebooks pencils, pens, all of that good jazz. What about you, Justin? Where can people find you?
0: I've been quiet, focusing on my priority this week. Uh, but you can find links to stuff that I do when I do them, justintwyford.com uh, Please take a moment to send us an email with your thoughts at stationery at um, Our next topic is going to be live in the present. The future is not guaranteed. That sounds kind of deep, doesn't it? Well, wow. Deep. Boy, I wonder who came up with that topic. <laughs> who knows? Until then, goodbye. And stay productive. Yes. yes.